Welcome to the Gifted Therapy Podcast, hosted by Mary Stone. Through her gift of being claircognizant, psychic, and her mediumship skills, you will be intrigued and educated about alternative ways of healing. Mary has 20 years of experience to bring her to this point. It all started with a tragedy of her own. She will be joined by me, Renee Johnson, the producer and a longtime client and friend of Mary's. I am a firm believer of all things spiritual and am a testimony of how Mary's sessions have changed my life. I hope these sessions can help you with clarity, peace, comfort, and closure, and provide you with helpful information as you move through your earthly journey. Everything provided in this podcast has come from Mary's own experience of doing private readings. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today's episode will be a Ask Mary episode, where Mary will be answering several of your questions that you guys have either texted her or messaged her via Facebook. So with that said, hi, Mary. Hi, Renee. How are you? Doing well in yourself? Good. And I'm excited about all the questions that uh, people text Mary. Um, I hope I get to them all, but uh, we can try, right? <laughs> yes, this is an exciting episode. I know like whenever I'm going to have a session, I look forward to hearing what the spirit guides and angels have to tell me. So I know people will be tuning in today. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the first question we have comes from Dawn in Plantation, Florida, and she asks, when you find money, like for example, like pennies, quarters, um, lying around, someone has said before that they're from loved ones that have passed on. Is that to be considered true? Yeah, well, we get a lot of signs, different signs from loved ones that have passed. And, and one of them is money. And um, I'm going to give you a couple examples. One is a true story of mine. And the other is just in general, say you're grocery shopping and you're thinking about a loved one and you go out to your car and you open your door and there is a penny like right there and it's heads up and, and you think, oh my God, they're, you know, they heard my prayers or whatever. So yeah, when you find money in particular places, just out of the blue, after you have thought about this person, um, usually you can pretty much say it's from the loved ones, you know, but the true story that I wanted to tell you, and this it's true because it's going to blow you away. Cause it blew me away. <laughs> <laughs> My dad had, uh, passed away and, um, I couldn't find him in the spirit world. He hadn't passed to the light. So I went to a friend of mine, uh, who is a very well-known medium, and we found him, and he hadn't passed over. He was in the earth realm, and he felt like he didn't deserve to go to heaven for ABC reasons. And so the medium I, and I found my brother uh, in the spirit world that had passed away at an early age, and he helped us um, guide my father through the light into heaven. And it was so emotional. I started crying. She started crying. And it's like, we did it. 
And um, the two of them just walked off and hand in hand, and I felt so good. And she was walking me out to the car when I felt like I stepped on something. And I went, oh, my God, I felt like I stepped on a nail or something. And I had sneakers on. And I turned my shoe around, and there was no hole in my shoe. And I was like, no, something went in my shoe. And she was like, well, take it off. So I took it off, and a penny dropped out of my shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Now, mind you, this penny was not in my shoe when I went there. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's crazy. I felt the penny go through my shoe. And um, they're also Mm -hmm. called tokens because there are materialistic things that come from the spirit world. And so she goes, look at the date on the, the penny. And so I did. And it was the exact date that my dad had passed away. So I know that penny was sent from my dad. I mean, it it was, it had to have been. And I don't know how it got in my shoe either. So, (laughs) (laughs) so to answer the question, yes. Uh, When you find money in particular places, then it usually is from a loved one. Interesting. Very. (laughs) So, so Don also wanted to know. Why do certain people choose not to co- connect after they've passed away? Um, well, there's several reasons. Sometimes it takes them a while to get used to the transition. They settle in. You know, um, sometimes they take on their personality like they had on the on Earth. Like my husband never comes through. He was an introvert on this earth. He never was outgoing and he's not outgoing in in the spirit world either. (laughs) He just sort of does his thing and, you know, he's, he's happy and content. Um, so, you know, some people choose not to do it. They really do. They're, and sometimes they're just new souls and they don't know how to do it yet. Sometimes it takes a year, uh, for them to get adjusted, where they can um, uh, actually do it, so it's they learn they have to learn how. So I hope I hope that answered that question. Yes, I think it did. <laughs> <laughs> so our next question comes from Barry in Cooper City, Florida, and he's he asks in heaven, how do you go through the different levels? And in heaven, are there different communities? Okay, well, the first question, yes, there are different levels, at least the ones that I can see when I contact people. We had a whole podcast on on this. Um, I actually could see seven levels. And, um, you know, each level is for your soul growth. So if you're here and you're a new soul and you're learning your lessons and you basically have... um, um, done your soul contract, you know, there's, because as we talked before, there's a pre-birth agreement and everything that we want to accomplish on this earth is in this pre-birth agreement. Uh, The people we want to meet, what kind of lifestyle we want to live and, you know, the newer souls are here to learn. And once they learn them, they can go to the next level and, um, and so on and so on. So it's fulfilling your soul contract 
and expanding your soul growth by learning your lessons that you can go to the different levels. Mm. And it's, yeah. Remember the podcast we did on this? Yeah, definitely. And each level you kind of learn different things and mm -hmm. you rise into different levels after certain lives and things like that. Yeah. yeah like the older souls are, are six level six, when you hit level seven, it's bliss and you don't have to come back and you've learned all your lessons and you can stay there. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it, it's, it's all about expanding your soul growth by learning the lessons. And if you yeah. don't learn them, you come back again and try it again. Mm -hmm. So I always say it's good to learn it the first time. <laughs> um, yeah. And, um, and sometimes you don't know your lessons, you know, you have to sit back and think, why is this happening to me? What am I supposed to learn from this? And, you know, you have to really concentrate on making your, your, your soul growth, you know? Right. Yeah. So there's different levels and within those levels, you can consider them communities based on your level um in terms of how many lives you've had or the life you've led previously basically yes well okay. the other question he said in heaven are there different uh, communities and yeah the the different levels are the communities but can you make uh, say you're in level three um can you make your own community and the answer is yes if i found that whatever you did on this earth and you enjoyed it um, you can make your own little community of what you like. Say you were a priest and you loved being a priest. So your community, you build a church and, and you have a community where these people go to your church. My husband was always um, a horse person and he lived on a farm all his life and he created a farm. I mean, when I found him, he had a farm. It was all sorts of animals and he had children and on the farm with the animals and it was with his dad. And it's something that he always did on this earth. So those communities, you basically can um, create yourself in the spirit world, whatever level you're on. Hmm. Okay, cool. Um, our next question comes from Gail from Arizona, and she asks, where is my life heading and why am I still here? Oh, um, wow. That's um, a serious one. That is. It's, that was, that's pretty, you know, uh, intense. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing I can tell Gail is that your, your life is, is headed where you're supposed to be and the time framing you're supposed to be in. You know, um, you have to follow your pre-birth agreement and, and follow your, your soul's blueprint. Um, so, you know, not all lives are going to be um, the greatest. And um, where she is headed is where she's supposed to be headed. And why she's still here is because she hasn't fulfilled her, her contract yet, you know? So just know you're, you're here for a reason and you are not ready to, to go anyplace. Um, you have to fulfill your soul contract. So, you know, take the, the good with the bad and try to learn and, and grow uh, as you learn. But just know that you are where you're supposed to be in this soul growth right now. Um, 
and you know you just try to do the best you can because life is hard i and i don't care what anybody says <laughs> mm -hmm. um but you know it's 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 hard because we don't remember our pre-birth agreement. We don't have a clue. I mean, sometimes I think, what was I thinking, really? You know, <laughs> can I can I make another contract? <laughs> Let's mm -hmm. back up here. Yeah. Um, but you see, when we're in this bare world, it sounds really good. It's like, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're going to meet these people and, you know, da, da, da. And I can handle it. And, and you know, I'm going to get that off, uh, you know, it's off my list that I have to do and da, da, da. And then when we're born and we start doing it, we're like, hmm, this isn't as easy as I thought it was. And. You know, everybody thinks the sometimes the worst things that happen to you are actually a gift in the end. And, you know, you look back and say, well, I did grow from that experience and, and thank the universe, you know. Mm -hmm. So, Gal, just know that you're headed in the right direction, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, be yeah. tough, learn the lessons and... Um, and you know, I, there was there was somebody that called me the other day for a reading and didn't like the way her life was going. And sometimes you can negotiate your pre-birth agreement and your, your sole contract. Um, you know, like you don't want to do that this this lifetime, and you promise to do it in another lifetime or when you go back. And you just sort of negotiate, you know, and just. Like you want to move forward from the situation. So I really don't want to handle it this lifetime and let me just move forward and, and, and handle it in another, another lifetime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there's there's uh, elders on the uh, seventh level of heaven uh, that hold your Akashic records, which is every life that you've ever lived. Um, and sometimes I go to the seventh level to, to talk to the elders to renegotiate my contract sometimes. And they talk me out of it. They go, no, <laughs> <laughs> get it over with. Um, and then sometimes you can, it's just something I learned years and years and years ago. Um, now that's just something you can try. So good luck, gal. Love you, girl. <laughs> So our next question comes from John in Davie, Florida, and he asks, how does Jesus fall into our lives as well as the Virgin Mary, and how are we judged by Jesus? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> well, you know, I was brought up Catholic, as I've, I've said in past um, podcasts, and um, I was brought up by the nuns, Catholic school, got married in the Catholic church. And I believe in Jesus. But I believe in Jesus that was a prophet and he was a master healer. He was psychic. He predicted things. And um, when I do my healings, uh, I call on Master Jesus all the time to put the power in my hands that he had in his hands. Um, you know, I always tap into him as a spirit guide for his guidance, but as far as, um, judging us, I believe that he does not judge us. We judge ourselves 
Now, there's probably a lot of people that are going to disagree, and that's that's okay. You know, I'm just telling you my opinion. And as far as the Virgin Mary, I pray to her all the time because I am a mother, and uh, she was a mother and went through some very, very hard times. And I always pray to her for guidance. Oh, and I'm getting goose pimples. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she must like what I'm saying, <laughs> um, as you know, guiding me uh, as a mother. And she's on my angel altar. I have a statue of her and with my rosaries. And um, every time I have a request uh, that I think she can help me with, I put it on my angel altar for her to give me the answers. So. I hope I answered that. Um, what do you think, Renee? <laughs> yeah, I, I think you answered that pretty well. I mean, um, it's definitely, you know, take on Jesus and the Virgin Mary. So it's mm -hmm. not meant to offend anyone or anything. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to offend anybody's beliefs. Um, this is what I believe. Um, because visiting, um, the spirit world, I, I, you know, in my meditations and in my readings, I find when we go to the spirit world, we actually judge ourselves, what mm -hmm. kind of life we led and, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, we have to make our own decisions, what happens to us and nobody else. So this is just from my experience uh, doing the readings and meditation that I do. So our next question is also from John from Davey. And he asks, how many spirit guides do we get in a lifetime? And which one is our main one to watch over us? Okay. Um, well, we did another, we did a podcast on spirit guides too, didn't we? We did a couple yeah. actually. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, first of all, let me just tell you that spirit guides are different from angels, okay? Spirit guides were actually people that have passed over, but they're very old, old souls. Um, they've been here many, 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 many times, and they've learned so many facets of life um, that they become guides. And as you make your life journey, different guides come into your life at different times. We have joy guides, uh, science guides, health guides, you know, um, people that help us health wise. Um, we have child guides. Um, so depending on what um, phase you are in your life is what guides that you have. But normally there's maybe three or four that actually stay with you your whole lifetime. Like I have one, two, three, four, five that are always with me that I always ask my questions and, and they give me answers. Um, and, you know, it's different from an angel. You have a guardian angel that stays with you all your life. They, the angel is there when you're born and is there when you make your transition. So just know that the, the, the guides, they change as your life journey goes. And a lot of the guides are actually saints. Like uh, St. Teresa is one of my guides. Um, and I have a doctor guide. 
and I have a chief, uh, an Indian chief is one of my guides <laughs> and they're pretty smart. I mean, they never let me down. That's for sure. I mean, they give me messages when I need it and, you know, it's, it's, and, and you, and they like to, they like for you to call on them. And the more you call on them, the more answers that you get. So, um, I hope I answered that, John. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So that's all the questions that we had here for today, Mary. Um, so I wanted to thank everyone for tuning in today and definitely tune in next time when we have another one of these episodes and we'll try to get to your questions. I know a lot of people wrote in, but we could only take in so many. Uh, so thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Renee. You're welcome. Bye-bye.